Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at winchesterranchbeardco.com. Once again, winchesterranchbeardco.com. Our next sponsor is American Survival Co. You can reach them at americansurvivalco.com. Wilderness Survival and Tactical Training. They have two locations in Jacksonville, Florida and Northwest Arkansas. War Eagle, Arkansas to be exact. Your instructors are from the hit Netflix show, Snowflake Mountain, Matt Tate and Joel Graves. So whether it's a few hour workshop or a weekend course, it's perfect for individuals or team building exercises. For more details, head on over to americansurvivalco.com and also check out their podcast, Survival Logic. Once again, americansurvivalco.com. Welcome back to the Lifetimes Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. Uh, <laughs> today, we're uh, I'm live with uh, John Krebs. Now, for anybody that listens every week, you're like, wait, I thought Hudson was going to be on. Yes, my childhood best friend, he will be on here. We couldn't link up this weekend. Got busy. I'm assuming they were. That's it. He'll be on here next week. Very exciting guy, <clears throat> which is why I talked yeah. about it. Anyway, so this past Sorry. week. Sorry. Well, it's. Hey. <laughs> for everybody looking forward to Hudson, it's just me today. Yeah, it's just John, the equivalent of. Uh, what's that guy's name who played the Joker in the last Yoshi. movie? Yoshi. <laughs> no. What's. Uh, Phoenix River? That was his brother. Phoenix River. Joaquin Phoenix. You're like Joaquin Phoenix. Anyway, so. Wait, why am I like him? In the first 30 seconds for shouting random things. When Who's Yoshi? I just picked somebody. I just picked somebody to. I love Yoshi. <laughs> Did you play Super Mario Brothers back in the day? Um, No, I had a Sega. So did I. Sega. Mm-hmm. That's what every game started with, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you. Mm-hmm. You plug in that little box. No, I didn't play Mario. Well, so anyway, here, I still am trying to figure out why I am Hokeem Phoenix. 
Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so here's where I'm going <clears throat> with this. So this week, uh, some real special stuff happened here, John. And I know you're very knowledgeable about a lot of different things, but this week, I was in Pittsburgh. Well, I've been in Pittsburgh every week for a couple months. But I was in bed at 8 p.m. And my calendar, uh, on my iPhone, the calendar dinged, and it said February 2nd, Groundhog Day. And it's 8 p.m. And I thought right then, I thought, isn't Groundhog Day somewhere up north? That's what I thought. Because, you know, for, for anybody that's new, we don't have lots of new people anymore. But, like, I live in Oklahoma, but I'm in Pittsburgh. So, I was like, isn't this thing close to here? And I looked it up. It was, I'm giving you iPhone directions. It was 64 miles away. From where you were in Pittsburgh? was 64 miles from where I was in Pittsburgh. And uh, but I didn't know anything about the event. I didn't know what time it started, so I looked it up. And the website that I looked up said six thirty. It's like, oh, it's six thirty. That's when they show the groundhog. A.M. Yeah, at six thirty, and it was sixty four miles away. I'm like, I gotta get there. I got, I gotta go. Like, I, I have to do it because the last time I was in Pittsburgh, constant, not constantly, uh, frequently, it was like eight years ago when my office was in Ohio. And so now it's in Pittsburgh, and I thought, well, if I'm ever going to go, it's got to be now because other than that, I mean, when, when am I going to be here regularly? So I woke up at 4 a.m., and uh, I drove to this thing. I got there at 530. That's what time I got there. Find your spot. What people don't know. Well, it's not like, it's funny that you say that because at Corpus Christi Buck Day's parade, have you been there? <laughs> they, they like, no. oh, they'll paint the streets with the family name. And those like, this is our section. And, uh, it, and if you, <laughs> I've talked about this on the podcast before. And so if you get in somebody's family section, you're in trouble. Like it's fights and all that. This is, this was a true news story. And I'm not exaggerating. I, I was watching it. The news in Corpus one night for Buck Day's Parade, even though I know I'm talking about, you know, punks and tawny. Well, I, I, I shifted <laughs> yeah, gears for a there's second. There's a difference. And, and so, on the newscast, the newscaster said, uh, Buck Day's Parade was a success this year. He's like, uh, there were only six stabbings and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he, now, now, I say that, and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not even saying it to be funny. I'm not, I'm not there's no exaggeration. That's what he said on the newscast. There were only six stabbings at Buck Days this year. And I thought, we're never going to Buck Days. I lived in Corpus. That was like the biggest thing in Corpus. And I literally, I'm never going to Buck Days. Ever. Because of that. It was a success. Nobody died. There was only six stabbings. Yeah. Yeah, So now back to Punxsutawney. Nobody's died. I would guarantee. I, I guarantee Nobody's died in the history of 1899 to now at the Punxsutawney Phil Festival for Groundhog Day. It's never happened. No. Only seven people died at the Punxsutawney Groundhog Day this year. Never happened. Anyway, <laughs> so I drive there. I get there at 530. Here's what I did. I, I don't know. I, I haven't been there before. I know they're going to show this groundhog that I assume at 630. That's what I think. Because that's what the article Well, the movie, the groundhog came out like early in the morning with Bill Murray. Well, 
Well, John, John, I'm, that's the only experience I have of Punxsutawney. I would venture out to say that um, three a.m. to seven a.m. is it early in the morning. That's, yes, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, early. that's pretty early. Yeah, so it was five thirty, and I walk into to Goober Gober Gobersville Gobersville Gobersville. It's out of whatever. It, it's it's a it's an archway that you walk into to get into the property. Gobersville. This is so embarrassing. Whatever, man. Where's our Where's our guy that's supposed to look this stuff up? Uh, well, I got it. I took pictures. I was there, and they even <laughs> said it during the ceremony. So, like, I walk, I walk in, and while I'm while I'm approaching, there's a fireworks show going on. Before I walk in, I then walk into the archway. An early morning fireworks oh, show. It's, oh yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and uh, they got bonfires you can set and get warm, and then every news station for the entire state of Pennsylvania. And national news stations all have their news trucks set up there in the back, and there's live music playing. And I'm, I'm, I can only assume I did not engage, nor did I actually see because it was 5:30 a.m. That Cold Snap, uh, uh, excuse me, Samuel Adams was the sponsor of this event, so mm. they were passing out Cold Snap. It's like, or you know, in Oklahoma. The alcohol shuts down at two. Well, that festival kicks off at three a.m., so they just got it flowing. <laughs> the bands were amazing up there, and uh, that's it. Well, but I'll, I'll go more in depth because I want to tell a story because I don't think people know this. I, I didn't know. I didn't know until I was there. So you're there. All this is happening now. There's another fireworks show at six thirty, and it's it's an unbelievable deal. And so people are speaking. The governor of Pennsylvania was there. Miss Pennsylvania was there. And, you know, local celebrities, I guess, if you're from Pennsylvania. You're still in the morning, right? 6.30 in the morning? That was like 6.30. So eventually, then the inner circle, those are the guys that wear the top hats. If you ever watched it on the news or anything like that, those are the people that you see. So these people, the inner circle, they're going to introduce them, and they're rolling at 7 o'clock. Now, what you don't know this whole time is I'm looking for, for the groundhog. I assume somebody would be carrying it in a cage or whatever. No, no, no. Um, previous to 3 a.m., on the stage that they're speaking, there's a, a stump, like this big tree stump that's actually, it's it's not a real tree. that It's on the stage. And so in there, there's a door. Now, I don't know this back then, but the groundhog was obviously already there. So the inner circle walks in. They get on stage. It's the past presidents, current presidents, the inner circle. They introduce all of them, and then they just, like, give a couple speeches and the sponsors or whatever. You know, it's like that kind of thing. The actual event for the Groundhog thing probably lasts 10 minutes. That's it. The whole the whole event's 10 minutes. I've watched this my whole life. There's a movie about it. The event is 10 minutes. Where they pull the Groundhog out? Yeah, but if you live in Punxsutawney or if you live in the area, there's like it's like a four-day, three- or four-day festival. Mm. But the event, 10 minutes. So they all get on stage, and they're like, oh, I'm going to pull out Phil when I tap on this door three times. I'm gonna remove him from his slumber, his yearly his yearly slumber, which is funny because here's what people have told me, and that's why I'm telling this story. I'm telling the story for a reason. The general public doesn't know this, even if you watched it on stage. She's like, "Well, the groundhog sees a shadow. Winter extends six weeks." Yeah, so people are like, "How do they find that same groundhog every year?" I swear, this is what people ask me. How do, how do I find the same groundhog every year is what they, they're asking me. And I'm like, because, but I was there and I'm like, well, like, um, well, because 
They don't go to a special hole and hope it's there. Could you imagine if that was really how the event went down? <laughs> like, I know there's a groundhog. Get your shovel. Yeah, I know there's a groundhog in that hole. I hope he comes out. I hope, hope, hopefully it's Phil again. I hope Phil knows it's February 2nd <laughs> and he just comes out today. That's what I hope. No, it's a pet. Like, they keep it. It's in a cage. Yeah, gobbler. I said gobers. Go, whatever I said, Gobbler's Knob, that's what it's called. Yeah, oh, that gob- sounds like something in Branson. The archway was Gobbler's Knob. So anyway, so so they, so they he's like, I knock on this door three times, and he pulls it out. And I'm telling this for a reason, because most people don't know this. I know from the questions I was being asked, because you always hear, like, if the groundhog sees its shadow. When I think of shadows, it's like I'm standing on the ground, and the sun hits me, yeah. and I can see my shadow, which would also make the Groundhog Day seem stupid because... I'm standing out there. There's if I can see my own shadow, well, the groundhog's going to see a shadow. That's stupid. That's what I thought, right? That's not how it works. There's a reflective device. I tried to explain this to you earlier, and you said it was a mirror. And It's not a bathroom mirror. It's, it's just something where you can see the reflection. Well, explain it how you explained it to me, and then we'll let hey, YouTube put up a poll. Is this a mirror or is this it's some kind a of mirror. reflective device? Yeah, I like that. This, this wasn't. Mm. So it's not mm. a mirror. It's mm. not like you're looking at a bathroom mirror. So what they do is they put the groundhog on the stump and the inner circles all around. I believe there's 13 or 15 guys. And so this reflective thing that they put right beside the groundhog, and I don't know what the required time, maybe five seconds, they put the groundhog on there and then they stare at the groundhog's head. And uh, if they notice that the groundhog turns his head towards the reflection of this reflective device, um, then there's two scrolls. One is, you know, uh, winter's going to end six weeks early. One is it's going to extend for six weeks. But if it notices its shadow, winter is extended for six weeks. Like, that's it. Like, there's no other science to it. For those of you that don't know... No, there's no science to it at all. The groundhog is actually right 40% of the time. It's not like it's a real... It's not like the world hinges on this groundhog. There's like a camel that eats carrots before a Super Bowl, and I feel like it predicts more Super Bowl victories than the groundhog Yeah. Could you imagine in America, in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, people in China are like, please, groundhog, come on, let it in. Let it in groundhog come on come on and but that's not but people don't know it's not like you don't see the shadow from the sun it's in don't don't turn right don't look right groundhog yeah it depends on which way they let it out of its cage yeah but that's it and 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 then they read it they read this scroll and then the whole deal i don't know if people know that the event is actually I feel like, I don't know how it originally, it started in 1899 um, there in Punxsutawney, but I don't know if people realize that the event is actually meant to be very humorous because the songs they sing are funny, their speeches they give are funny, the scroll that the groundhog picks is funny. It's all, like, makes you laugh. I don't know if people know that. I didn't. Anyway, so they read it, and then that's it. I took it. it very seriously. But what people don't know is, if you haven't been, once they read, once they read six more weeks of winter or not six weeks of winter, that's the end of the show. In the next three sentences after they read that, the show's over. Because he'll be like, well, that concludes the presentation or whatever he says. 30,000 people 
get bust a mile and a half from the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> 30,000 people from the Walmart parking lot to Gobbler's Knob. And and uh, that means right when they read what's happening, 30,000 people sprint to the bus line. I mean, uh, immediately, right? He's like, uh, six more weeks of winter. People are turning and running towards the buses. So I'm in line for like 30 minutes, 20 minutes. And I had 20 minutes. And, and I don't feel like I moved an inch. But I, then I thought, because I'm just sitting there, I'm like, oh, I, I don't have time for this. Like, I got to go. You know, I got I to gotta get out of here. I got to be in Pittsburgh. So I, I, uh, I walked to my car, but it's up and down, like, hills of Pennsylvania. And I'm chubby, you know, so, like, I don't, I don't want to w- walk, really. But I knew I could beat the buses back. I was sore for two days. Well, because of the groundhog. Well, New Year's resolution. Yeah, I don't like groundhogs anymore. <laughs> tell you that. And after I found that the whole thing's a sham, I didn't know. Like I thought, we was yeah. The, the groundhog ground. is like the encore, encore show, yeah. and then that's over. Yeah, the Russians have been waiting on the groundhog shadow all year. <laughs> <laughs> like crap, man, it's gonna be colder still. <laughs> oh, oh, Siberia, where we send our captives. <laughs> yeah, they, extra cold. They thought it was gonna end in uh, six weeks, but it didn't. <laughs> it extended. Uh, you know. Uh, side note, and we'll get to the Chinese balloon. Wait, was it? Was Let's it? Start now. No, hold on. Let's start. Was now. it? Is it? They saw his. Sh- he saw his shadow. Phil saw his shadow, or no? Because I don't watch. I don't did pay Phil attention. see a shadow? Did or, Phil see his shadow? Or or at seven a.m. was it the Chinese balloon? <gasps> oh yeah, that uh, put a shadow in the whole place. So did they Phil, got eclipsed by the Chinese balloon? So did Phil see his shadow? Let's get to this in just a second because I'm going to reference something. Did Phil see his shadow? Yes. Mm. So, if I didn't clarify, and probably not because you're asking, if 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 Phil sees it, punks and tawny Phil, if Phil sees a shadow, it means winter lasts six Longer. more weeks. Yeah, six more weeks. Uh, if Phil didn't glance over at his reflection, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's not. So, speaking of the Chinese balloon, uh, Leighton, who's not on the show today for whatever reason, he's in the room. So I don't know where he is. So, but uh, Leighton, um, if anybody's he, seen Leighton, yeah, let us know. Leighton's wife wait, put a comment in the YouTube. Yeah, Leighton, tell Leighton, us where you last saw him. Leighton's wife um, believed because you made a TikTok. <laughs> you made a TikTok this week. <laughs> you know when the Chinese balloon is flying over. And John made it. Sure, you can tell it, or I will. Yeah, you got it. You're you're in control. All right. So John made this TikTok, but he recorded the moon, <laughs> the moon, and he said, "Oh my gosh, I spotted it. <laughs> I spotted another one. It's the it's the Chinese balloon, and it's right over us in the middle of Oklahoma. Like I see it. And, it, and he elaborated more, whatever you know, on his TikTok. And uh, Layton's wife, <laughs> what saw the TikTok, and he said. John saw the Chinese balloon <laughs> in Vertigris, Oklahoma, in Claremore, America, Tulsa, depending on where you're at in the country. Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> John saw the Chinese balloon. They're spying on Tulsa. I guarantee yeah. Sylvester Stallone sent them down here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tulsa yeah, King. The king. Yeah, just trying to get some info. <laughs> and she was dead serious. She was dead serious saying, like, the Chinese are spying on us in Claremore. Uh, I didn't know what to. I, <laughs> I didn't know what to say. 
And I was very confused by it, but uh, she thought it was Red Dawn. She thought Red Dawn <laughs> yeah, just yeah. just happened in Tulsa. Yeah, yep. It was it was coming down for a minute. Ne- I was nervous about it. When yeah, I, heard about I was. It. I was. I was hunkering like, down. Yeah, I'd, Red Dawn's here. We all took shelter in our closet for the bombs. You did. Yeah. Speaking of that, I've said this before on a podcast. I just want to reference it. Speaking of getting in the closet, so I had these old neighbors uh, that lived beside me. And they would, they never went, they don't own a cellar and they wouldn't even go to one, which I think is strange. They'd go to the innermost, innermost, innermost part of innermost. their house and right. they would wear tornado helmets. They had helmets for every member <laughs> in their family called tornado helmets. That's a fact. Those are the Jameses. And uh, like, I'm like, what do you, go to a cellar? Well, what's a tornado helmet? Look, I'm not going to knock it until I see what a tornado helmet is. Honestly, like a football a bit helmet. Of respect. I don't know. A, a football know. helmet, a spelunking helmet, like what's what's a, spel- a motorcycle yeah, helmet? Yeah, just something kind of plastic on their head. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You know, look, honestly, that's fine. Anyway, but it's strange, that's, but that was like that was for real. Uh now where was I? Uh oh, yeah, yeah. Red Dawn. Now nah, we we're past it. <laughs> so, so here's what I'm talking about. Last night. And uh and here's the thing. Listen, if you watch the show, if you listen or watch the show, way actually way more people listen. But but if you were to see the show <laughs> on YouTube, um, I'm not a sophisticate. That's why I said last night. I'm not a sophisticate. I mean, hear my speech pattern. You hear me speak. I think if you say I'm not a sophisticate, I've yeah, I think, I think people will know what you mean. Yeah, that's where I'm going with it. But last night, hmm. a, a foundation dinner. Uh, charity event asked me if i would if i would MC the event and you know originally when they asked me it was like six months ago and i was like and i asked a couple questions but after i did i'm like yeah sure that's what i said six months ago i didn't like do any i didn't do research i didn't (laughs) i didn't work out any jokes like i didn't work out nothing uh you boy it came down to wednesday the events on saturday and, uh, you know, this, but past, you were asked six months past ago. Yeah, yeah. You were asked in August. August? Yeah. Okay. And so, um, it's mm. Wednesday and I realized I'm in Pittsburgh and I realized, um, I don't have a tux for the event. I don't have the clothes that's required for the event. So, uh, it sounds like you've got like <laughs> Cheetos <laughs> yeah. rattling yeah. around in your yeah. microphone. <laughs> yeah. Who, uh, <laughs> Who's like, let me open this wrapper as loud as I can. <laughs> Late in the background, he'll hear it later. He'll <laughs> he'll think it was yeah. a he'll think it was a yeah, he'll think it's a clap. <laughs> he'll think it's a clap to cut that section. Good lord, cut. Yeah, he got he bought a he bought a uh, a fundraiser. He's got like eighty five dollars worth of world's finest chocolate sitting up here. He's like, gimme the loudest rapper they got. Mm, I want the crunch rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love the Almy creamy nougat. I am glad Layton showed up because he wasn't here for the first 45 minutes of this. Yeah, that's good. Um, but good thing he came. So, uh, yeah, so back to that. <laughs> Speaking of charity events, that's what he did. He's like, I bought this for charity. I'm going to make it yeah, real loud. I can Segway. hear it in the microphone. So, so I'm doing this event. And like I said, I'm not sophisticated at all. And nobody even thinks I am. They're like, will you do it? I'm like, yeah, sure. So Wednesday, I don't have it. That's where I was going. I don't have a tux. So now I'm starting to panic. Like, do I, even if I were to go buy something, I know this from like suit fittings. If Even if I were to go buy something, 
you you have to get it tailored. Nothing's gonna fit at all. No. So I call this place, uh, you know, right outside of Tulsa for the world, but Claremore if you're local, and I call the men's shop, and uh, <laughs> I'm like, uh, yes, sir. Uh, got a question? I think I know the answer, but I'm just gonna ask. I don't think this is how you. That's exactly what I said. Conversation. It's exactly what I said. I'm like, but uh, uh yes, sir. Yep, it's exactly what I said. <laughs> but I said, uh, hmm. can you get a tux in like a day? <laughs> That's what I said. And the guys said, well, I can have it here by Friday. And it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday at like 2 p.m. And I said, are you serious? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So I threw out some measurements. I don't even know how accurate I was. You know, I have some sport coats or whatever, so I threw it out. But what I did was I ordered two just so I could be safe. I'm like, just order two. (laughs) That way I have a variance. (laughs) That's it. And the guy told me yes, so... I roll in. I go try the suit on. Uh, it's I ordered two, but it didn't matter because the smallest one was still too big. But I wore that. And my uh, blazer last night that was made out of a tablecloth uh, looked like a wingsuit. Why did like, you give them those measurements? Oh, it was eight foot wide. Like, I could have flew out of Mount Washington if I wanted to. I mean. Yeah, you you were a base jumper at that point. Yeah, side note for knowledge, everybody. Mount Washington just broke the uh, world record for the coldest spot in the world this past weekend, Mount Washington. OMG. New Hampshire, tell your friends. Was, uh, I'm going to blow it a little. It was either oh. one. It was either minus 102 or minus 108. Hmm. 102.8. Somewhere. Whatever. Oh, no. Now you're a history podcast. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are talking about it. So, so, so I go do this thing. So I'm like rolling in like a wingsuit. I don't I don't pre-plan for these things. Uh, I didn't really read the script the way I was supposed to. I knew I, could, I couldn't pronounce two words, uh, which I'll say it now for anybody that knows. Ready for this? Here's your, I'm mm. gonna, I, and I'll give you a five-second pause okay. for, for anybody that thinks you know listening. Does anybody know what majirocophobia is? Well, it sounds like you're scared of something. Majirocophobia or Majirocophobia or Magirocophobia. And right now, if you're like, why would you say that? Because um, YouTube, uh, people pronounce it three different ways, and the spelling was pronounced two different ways. It was one of the three. What does it mean? Well, you're scared of something. That's right. Like I just said. Yeah. Um, Majiro. Um... You're, you're not going to get it. Magi, it sounds almost like there's some kind of magic involved. Majiro, bring me those <laughs> cards. Okay, Harry Potter, scared of magic. No, no bring, me those, bring me those Yu-Gi-Oh cards. We'll it, figure this it out. Is, it is a fear of cooking. You're scared of yeah, cooking. Yeah, see, I was right. So anyway, but they asked me that. And the only other words that I knew that I couldn't pronounce, well, I didn't know. Uh, um, Ashton Kutcher's Ashton Kutcher's, current wife, his new wife. I don't What's I don't know if you know how to pronounce his last name. Man, I don't even care. It doesn't matter. It's the point. That's like, that's actually... I'm glad that you brought that up. Ashton Kutcher. I'm glad that you brought it up because... He's a majeriophobe. I'm just saying, I don't even know his name, and he's the most famous one. So he married this girl, Myla, or Mila, or Melin Kunis. Who knows her name? Oh, gosh. So I'm just saying, I couldn't pronounce two things all night long, and it was that girl. How do you say her name? Malin Kunis. I think it's Malin Kunis. I don't know. That's what I said. Uh, but the point is, like, when you're doing, like, a trivia thing and you're supposed to pronounce it right, like, people don't know. That, I think you nailed it. Like, I never even heard of that person. You could tell everybody's wrong. If they start giving you the wrong, a different pronunciation, you could tell everybody they're wrong. 
Well, I knew who the person was, but I didn't know how to say it right then, which is weird. I mean, for somebody who's like world famous, kind of, I mean, for the most part, she yeah. is. Lloyd? I, I oh, know. I thought you were talking about yourself. No, nah, but I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> what was the, anyway, that's it. Was the night good? I mean, was it good? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was good. It was good, but I was supposed to feel gaps when it got weird or silent. And uh, the, lo- the last 10 minutes could have been better. I, I n- neglected my job the last, the last 10 minutes, for sure. Why? Why? Because well, I was waiting on the scorecards to come, and I thought any time it was going to come. So it was like, <laughs> so it was a weird silence. And then I'm standing there, and like, I was, it's not like I prepared jokes. Back in the day when I would do stand up comedy shows, some of the things that I would say, I wouldn't say in front of a charity function event. No. For sophisticates. Sophisticates yeah. don't appreciate crude jokes. Didn't you have, a, didn't, didn't you have a comedy show not too long it ago? It wouldn't even necessarily that they were crude. It's that that's a different event. So, like, I'm like, well. Yeah, crude's the wrong word. Yeah. I uh, did I, n- No, oh, there's an up-and-coming one in Beaumont in April. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I got to do a comedy show in Beaumont in April. That should be, <clears throat> should be a real you prize winner. You get to. That's going to be a real. I get to. <laughs> yeah. Cooch are going to be there? Oh, yeah. Coocher and Kunis. Coocher and Kunis. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I said I sent out some RSVPs and Coocher and Kunis did it already. Coocher Kunis. Yeah. You What's his name? Ashton Coocher. That's what I said. Uh, well, it was wrong. It's Coocher, I think. I don't know. Remember when? Hold, hold up, hold up. I said Coocher, and you said Cuh, uh They're ooh and I uh. said Coocher's like Coocher. Yeah, Coocher. Yeah, I think people know who we're talking I'm about. I'm pretty sure I said, get your... Okay, G.I. Jane, we all know where you're going. All right, like is, Wait, uh, where, did, where am I going? Why did you call me G.I. Jane? <laughs> so I, I, I just felt like... Uh, what was I talking about? Yeah, it was a terrible day. I was just trying to summarize here. I, you, you saying that... I wasn't even far off. I mean, people know I'm talking about. Doesn't matter. Well, you were talking about not being able to pronounce things, and so I was just like, oh... Yeah, well, that sounds you correct. Say, you said that, but who's right right now? Nobody knows. I don't know. I'm. That's what I'm saying. Put put a thing out in the YouTube. Hey, YouTube, is it Kutcher or Kutcher? <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to tell you what, guys. I appreciate everybody <laughs> listening today. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know uh, thank you, uh, John Kutcher, for being on yeah. here. Cutcher. I didn't know I'd you be here by Kutcher. myself. I thought I'd have Layton to help me out. It's not Cutcher. Hey man, I honestly I don't know. I don't I don't know. I'd have to ask uh, Ashton Ushton. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll call Ushton after this and see what he says. Well, it sounds good. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Listen, thanks everybody for listening uh, today. I just feel like it was very educational for a lot of people. A lot of the people don't, you know, they didn't know the things we brought up. This is like inside track stuff. Well, and I'm glad that nobody got hurt by this balloon. Okay. All right. Hold up. Hold up. I was about to end the show. I'm about to end the show, but just because he said that. His question earlier was... Wait, my question? question? Yep. What question did I ask? I don't remember. Where should we have shot it? Where should we shoot the balloon down at? Elaborate a little more because people don't know. Where should we shoot the Chinese spy balloon down at? We already did, but where should we have done it? Is this 
The director so, okay. take this? Okay, so uh, the, the balloon entered from Canada and it came over Montana and yeah. then somewhere it flowed across, across, across the, country. the entire United States. Yeah. And so when I walked in John's house earlier, the very first question, which is weird because there was already people here for oh, an hour I didn't before ask I walked question. in. I didn't the, ask it. The very first thing that was asked when we walked in was, uh, got a question, well, yeah, hey, hey, we are. So she said, should we have shot the balloon down mm. in Montana or should we have waited till the ocean where we shot it down? That was the question. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. YouTube. And, and she said, Tell us what you think. She said, no right answer. But you're a smart girl. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying she's not, <laughs> but I'm just saying that, yeah, I would have shot it down. Right when it entered, because they're like, "Well, we didn't want to shoot it down." Didn't because- it like come over Alaska and everything? Like it got all the way over Alaska. I don't which know is if it's strategic. I don't base. know if it shot over Alaska. I don't remember. I just remember it was like Canada slash Montana. That's where I picked up on the story. I don't know previous. But what's funny is they're like, "Oh, let's wait to shoot it down till it gets over the the ocean or the Carolinas." It entered. I thought. I believe whether it entered in Montana or flew over Montana. Guys, have you ever been to Montana in your life? It's like a giant national park. There's 40,000 people there total, I think, in Montana. Yeah. That's a lie. I people think, get lost there constantly. I think Billings has 100,000. I think <clears throat> Bozeman and Great Falls has maybe 50,000 people people apiece. Three, I'm not, once again, we don't research things here. Yeah, I we're just it, shooting from the hip. I think it has 400,000 people in Montana. Mm. You should shoot it down that's, over Montana. That's during tourism season. Yeah, yeah, and and over half of those are in three cities. Just you should have just blew it out of the sky in the yeah. old Montana. That's what I think. Um, but John, like he's like, you know, what if it had chemical weapons? I, in it? you know, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't either. I, I'm just saying. That's why you shoot it down over Canada, and they can deal with that. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> That's Sorry to our Canadian listeners. That was the question. <laughs> yeah, which there are some. There are oh, some Canadian shoot. listeners. Oh, sorry about that. There, John. <laughs> we don't. That's not what we do here. What? Mm-mm. Mm. So, <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So, uh, thank you for listening to the show this week. <laughs> Put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Uh, mm-hmm. We love everybody. Sammy Sosa, yeah. also Hall of Fame. There you go, John. <laughs> Yeah, Amaguire. I believe that too. So, all right, love everybody. You guys, uh, uh, have a good, have a good week. Hello, church family. It's good to talk with you. <laughs> <laughs>